Welcome to Fresh Off the Boat. Uh, I'm delighted to interview uh, Supriya Puri. Uh, she is uh, multifaceted. She works with uh, students and even adults, and her area of focus is clinical psychology. So listeners viewing or listening in or viewing can also uh, reach out to her and learn more about her journey. Uh, so Supriya, first question. How did you figure out from schooling and then to college and then doing a master's degree and even continuing learning in the field? What was your journey like? Right. First, thank you for having me, Arjun. It's a great pleasure. And that's an interesting question because um, I realized my orientation towards, uh, you know, the human sciences very young during my schooling. And uh, I was drawn to, you know, the social sciences and psychology and that aspect of things. So uh, schooling uh, was the starting point of me getting into psych and figuring out human behavior. And after that, I decided to pursue it further to get a deeper understanding of it. I, I went to college. I did my master's in clinical and even the continuing education uh, stemmed from the fact that I had this hunger to know more about people and how the mind and the body integrate. And at this point of time, my whole pursuit is about how to figure out and balance uh, the, the left side of the brain and the right side of the brain. And uh, more layman language, it would be how to integrate thoughts, feelings, and, and, and all the cognition with the body and the sensation. So that's where my work lies right now. Great. And when you look back at the things that you're doing now, so expressive art therapy or other terms, the umbrella terms uh, around this area, uh, why do you think where you are at today with the work that you do and the center that you've started? Tell us a little bit about the reason for making that decision and what does your center really do? Uh, I think that decision came after I went into a hardcore clinical setup. So I was working in hospitals and I was working in rehabilitation centers. And I quickly realized that the humane element was missing in, in those spaces um, because we were looking at the narrative, which was very cognitive based about what is the symptom and what is the diagnosis. But we weren't re really looking at what was up with the person, what happened in the context, what were they going through? We never understood their narrative. And the new fields coming up called uh, psychoneuroimmunology would say that your environment affect your body and your, your psychology and your philosophy, uh, physiology. So that's why I went into more expressive arts realm. And by expressive arts, I mean dance, drama, movement, theater, which kind of allow a more expressive orientation to the whole of you rather than a part of you, which is the mind. And uh, at Center for Self, which is, is uh, the space that I initiated, the whole point is to create safe space for exploration of both these dynamics where we're able to club the narrative of the mind with the body and do it in, in, without the uh, adage of uh, only diagnosis. Because you and me, including every single person on the planet, we are going through something. It may not have come to a diagnosis, but we need help. And this is just a way to provide that help to anybody who seeks to uh, seek it. <laughs> no, I think this is quite a distillation of you know your journey. And now you're expressing it creatively by starting something. It's very entrepreneurial also. Uh, and at this time when the world is on a, in a lockdown, and uh, but also in need of uh, services that you offer, 
uh, how, what's keeping you busy mm right uh, it's been a very interesting time because we also have to we had to like all mental health professionals had to shift their practice at least who are in private practice onto this platform the virtual platform so first is the the reorientation time to come into a completely different setting where you aren't in the presence of the person and in psychotherapy or any kind of human feels the presence or the relationship is the governing principle of change so the first aspect we had to orient ourselves was how to bring the same presence the same kind of reciprocity and attunement into a virtual platform so creating online sessions creating workshops or uh, seminars and uh, also orienting yourself into uh, reestablishing our sense of connect with the digital platform was one major aspect which kept me busy and at least in the first half of the lockdown and the second half has gone solely into creating content uh, it's been a very to know so much about yourself and how to do things uh, on different platforms so my primary focus is somatics which is primarily the body and how to relate with each other over this platform yet keeping the bodily sense alive the somatic somatic sense alive that is what kept me uh, you know going and grounded in in theory and practice so if you uh, you know look at young people around you kids in high school or even some of the ones who are moping with the fact that they couldn't get a proper high school graduation and they've made plans to study in another city or another country and the world is suddenly seeming totally kind of becoming closed on them uh, yeah. so there's a lot going on the whole gap semester possibility possibly even a gap year for many students Uh, yeah. are you getting a uh, getting a sense that in your clientele do you work with such age groups the college and high school kids and what 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 is your sense of what's going on in their mind right i i think there is a lot of frustration i do work with that age group there is a lot of lack of uh, loss of agency i think that is the first thing that not only the students but everybody's feeling is loss of agency the second thing is a loss of the uh, familiarity and the life that we know knew it to be and our sense of uh, familiarity also gives us a sense of safety so uh, you know that is how the human mind is programmed link the agency with the other two and explain if you have some anecdotal or some sort of reference for a right. layman to understand agency and you know yeah so for example uh, i have uh, uh, i'll talk about myself i had this uh, regular um, uh, weekly session to uh, the gardens right or a coffee shop and in my mind in my body i'm wired to associate certain meanings and certain expressions and feelings with what i get when i go there so when i go to to nature i receive something i get a sense of regulation i i find a lot of joy and when i meet people in the coffee shop the regulars the baristas i have a sense of community and a sense of knowing that i'm going to get my favorite cup of coffee and i'm going to find comfort and ease and i'm going to re- read a book right so there is a certain routine uh, attached to all of that and everybody has their own uh, little uh, routines that they've created around themselves and they're feeling a loss of being able to connect with those 
right? Yeah, that's that's really interesting because you know uh, students and who actually been agile it's a term used in actually business these days and have created a new routine for themselves seem to be doing a lot more as a counselor working with kids i've seen yeah the students who've taken ownership and you know just said okay I'll let me just switch and create my new routine they've been happy so yeah that, that absolutely makes sense um, yeah but do and you have a message for students who are actually not being able to do that what is it that they should do I think the first aspect in me sounds simple and yet frustrating but I think the place to start is acknowledge what you're feeling. Acknowledge the loss of agency and the loss of uh you know sanity and safety that you're experiencing because the resistance to that actually causes more unease and distress. So first see what what does it look like for you? What the what are the sensations feelings that you're experiencing? and the second thing would be to find some kind of acknowledgement and expression right so it could be your tribe of champions who are holding space for you who are acknowledging the same things uh, who are feeling the same things you know and having that conversation creating some certain resonance around what you're experiencing and uh, the other aspect which is really important find even if it is a very very small aspect find something around you that you can exercise agency over so for example you can create a new schedule you can engage with reading uh, or creating uh, something new and and the important thing over here is is stay with your experience because if you're going to try to push yourself into something even doing something productive you know the the toxic uh, positivity that we are also experiencing right now that everybody has to be positive you have to come up with a new skill I think keep yourself away so practice some hygiene from all of the added aspects which you don't need right now. And what you yeah what you spoke of earlier was really interesting because it was about resilience and response flexibility uh, about the students who were able to quickly get into a new routine and a new task. Uh but again that's not the prerogative of every, everyone. So stay where you are. What about younger kids kids who uh have now sort of felt uh, helpless because you know there were parents who would usher them to a playground or after school and now there's no school and there's no after school <laughs> play time what yeah. uh, what is it that these that young population of parents uh, fathers mothers could do to uh, figure help the kids out right So what I've noticed among that population Arjun is that it's kind of really um brought alive the gap between uh the parents and the children because uh while I was working at school and otherwise as well there were you see that a lot of services are outsourced to schools in terms of okay teaching playing life skills so on and education definitely so I think first we have to look at this new case scenario where we have to take stock of all those gaps right the second thing is for a younger population and i'm assuming you're speaking of children younger than 10 years old those right. children don't have a sense of regulation of their own and what i mean by regulation is that when they're in high arousal or when they're emotionally at a high or a low they can't usually regulate on their own and they need either another individual that may be a parent that may be a teacher who can speak to them who can create a, a sense of safety for them because that's how our bodies are wired 
right? So what this brings out is that the parents themselves have to first be the bearers of that regulation and practice that for themselves. And apart from their own regulation, what is going to help the children is a really simple model if we remember. The first is to regulate, meaning work at the body. The second is to relate, create a relationship. And the third is to respond. And if we kind of follow that, I think we'll be in good stead. Great. I think uh, sound advice for people across uh, age groups. Fantastic. So I'm going to switch gears and talk more about you or ask you questions. So it's like a rapid fire. Uh, sure. What is your most uh, embarrassing moment from school, college, or your profession that uh, you reflect on and you've learned something from, or even a failure or a mistake? I think, uh, uh, you know, in psychotherapeutic practice, what often happens is that uh, you get into a state of, I don't know enough. You know, when you are sitting with a client and there's this spectrum of experience which opens up in front of you, I, you often end up doubting yourself. Uh, I don't know if that's a failure, but that's definitely a start point of uh, you acknowledging where you are and where you need to grow. So that often happens to me. I don't know if it's uh, good or bad, but I often come to the point to say, I need to know more. I need to hold space more for myself and for others. Right. And if you were to identify uh, three adjectives that describe your strengths, what would they be? Uh, I think uh, response flexibility for sure. So switching gears, um, expression and uh, the ability to articulate uh, my experience in as authentic ways as possible and uh, creating attunement for people, really trying to understand the depths of what they're experiencing and, and uh, looking at my response in return. Great. Now I'm switching to the time when we met at the Young Technology Scholars event. Uh, yeah. Rather, it was a two-week-long uh, residential program for high school kids uh, in Gurgaon. Uh, what was the experience for you in terms of professional learning or application of what you've learned? Uh, and would you do it again? Or would you do similar work again? Right. I think that that was a very, very enriching experience for me. Um, what I realize is that even... What I mean, was your role there for the people who are listening? They might want to know what was yes, the setup sure. like? What was your role? Sure. So, so YTS, as you mentioned, that it's, it's, a, it's a technology, exploring technology at a very experiential level. So there were uh, professors from all over the world who were coming and creating theory, theory for children. And they were also putting it into practical application for the period of two, two weeks. Right. And my role was of the onboard psychotherapist. And I was a uh, I was ensuring or I was trying at least to ensure that there was safe space for children to speak out if they were experiencing any distress. I was creating group uh, environment and group sessions for them to uh, you know, break ice, for them to understand each other. And we were also doing some things like human library where we, are, we were creating empathy for each other's experiences. So that was the, the long and short of it. Um, regarding your question, it, 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 it was a definitely a very, very enriching experience for me. And what I realized was that all children, if they're seen, 
right if they truly seen and accepted they excel they absolutely go over and beyond which they have thought of themselves to be and they just require unconditional acceptance and that i think is the cornerstone and foundation for them to exceed do exceedingly well in whatever they choose to excellent i think you've summed up my work in in a better way that uh, you know because for instance the uh, i've been working with students for 20 years but the way you articulated that connection that you need to have that you have to challenge them to excel but also believe that they can and i yes. think uh, that that's fantastic very well said so thank you so much supriya this has been an absolute pleasure delight to have uh, by chance just uh, stumbled <laughs> upon your contact again and contacted you um, and uh, looking forward to some sort of an association going forward we do have interesting panels and webinars lined up uh, so i'll send you a concept note and we could take it from that thank you again thank you so much arjun such a pleasure speaking to you thank you for holding space